Wahiguru ka khalsa, Wahiguru ki khate. Thank you for that, uh, by just Dave thing, and and thank you for everyone uh, that's taken the time to to come online. Um, I feel really blessed that, that we've got the opportunity to do sangat in this way. <clears throat> as 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 mentioned, uh, today's talk is going to be about Simran and the importance of Simran. Um, what we'll cover is what is Nam, what is Simran. Why, why it is important to do Simran and I want to keep it at quite a basic level but I will throughout um, refer to a number of more advanced roles um, for anyone who, who wants to go away and do some further research and and the reason I'm going to try and keep it simple is I know we've got different age groups so ho hopefully it can be accessible um, to, to as many of you as possible in keeping it simple, it, it might be that some of the messages are oversimplified, but that's okay, because I want today to be about reminding ourselves of key messages that Gurbani focuses on repeatedly, um, and how we can apply these messages in our jivan, in our life, rather than just about studying and accumulating more knowledge. Um, one thing that I will ask, um, and I know it's easy to, to be distracted um, and, and we can have many things going on, but I would invite you to, to stop maybe other things that you're doing and, and, and really honour yourself by giving yourself the kind of 20 minutes, half an hour or so to, to, to really just focus on yourself, your sikhi, and your own mind to, to take the opportunity that we have to do this sangat, um, so that we can get the most out of it. Nam, Nam Simran then. So Nam Simran, um, you know, we, we often describe as meditation. Meditation has become a sort of cool word, in, a cool word in, in recent times. It's, it's cool to meditate. It de-stresses you and it, it focuses your mind in a world where we're full of distractions. In fact, a lot of successful people talk today about the importance of waking up and meditating, especially early in the morning, to find uh, clarity and focus within our own minds. Um, but but long before uh, in in Western traditions it, it became cool or topical to speak about meditation. Devji actually travelled the world uh, in delivering a message of a very special method of meditation, um, which we call Nam Simran. So what does what does Nam Simran mean, and what is it that's special about Nam Simran? Nam refers to the name of the supreme divine entity. Um, which, which in Gurbani we we simply uh, read at the very start as ik, ik or oneness or one, or um, that which is the not dual, is the most simple explanation um, of akalpurk of of the divine being that that transcends all all human understanding of 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 its existence. Now, if we think of that ik, that one being. Essentially, people from all over the world perceive and understand that one being in accordance to their language, their religion, their culture, their mythology, and even other social factors. So, you know, it could be depending on which part of the world one is born, which religion one is born into, which, which language their parents speak, and, and what stories they have learned growing up. According to that, one might refer to that one being as God, Allah, or Ram. In Sikhi, when it comes to giving or prescribing a name to that divine being, we typically use um, Vahiguru or Ik Oankar. 
and we'll come on to discussing both of these in a, in a bit more detail in a few moments. So Vahe means wondrous guru, and it alludes to the importance of the role of the guru in the spiritual journey of of, of the seeker, and we we'll, we we'll, we will discuss um, in depth this, this mantra a little um, shortly. Ekongkar, as we read in the opening verses of Javji Sahib, again donates that one divine being. It speaks to its creative, uh, destructive aspects as well as its nourishing and sustaining qualities. Ekongkar um, also speaks of a creator that is actively immersed within its own existence. So if Nam is about then giving a name if nam in the most basic sense simply means name and, and refers to the name that we give to that divine being what about simran simran often means to remember and if we put nam simran together then one definition that we can come to is that nam simran means to remember through name what is why is it important to remember through name well let's 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 discuss, or let's explore um, the significance of a name. Do, do one thing for me. Close your eyes, and, and, and I'll describe something and, and try and uh, try and picture it in your heads, okay? So envisage a metal lump uh, that has some round objects underneath it, has some panes of glass fitted in that metal lump, and as it moves, it makes a humming noise. So maybe it's not the most powerful image. Maybe some of you kind of got a image of, of something that, that vaguely represented a car. Eradicate that image from your mind. Close your eyes again. And now I want you to envisage something that I'm going to give you the name of. Porsche. Those of you that are familiar with Porsche, that know what the imagery is, that it's associated with Porsche, have had the perception, the experience of the Porsche, maybe even have a belief in, in the Porsche and being a certain way and being nice, not nice, being a powerful car, being a car that is attributed to people of wealth, so on and so forth. Everything that's now associated to that word more readily helps construct an image within your conscious mind. And similarly, when we have a name for something, it's much easier to then ascribe qualities and descriptions to that name. Following on that chain of thought, we can then go on to build a connection within our mind based on the trigger that, or based on the stimulus of that name alone. And in many ways in the Sampradaya, in the traditional orders of Sikhi, they speak of Guru Granth Sahib Ji being the Katha, being the, the discourse of Ekongkar in that way. And that the Jab, the Mool Mantar describing Ekongkar, the Jabji scribe, the Jabji Sahib expanding on the Mool Mantar, and then Guru Granth Sahib Ji expanding on that further. Um, but starting with Ekongkar. Name then is a very primal way in which humankind through the ages has been able to envisage, connect its consciousness with, and meditate on the divine being who created this universe and through name then humankind has been able to transform 
is consciousness to the highest states where one can live within creation while being at total oneness with the creator, preserver and destroyer. Um, and, and I've asked how the, the, in, in, in Gurbani we readily associate as said. So if that is the importance of, of or, or rather that is the significance of attributing a name, what about when we combine that in Simran? So Simran being to remember. In Sokhwani Sahib, Guru Arjan Dev Ji dedicates much of Sokhwani Sahib to the importance of doing Simran and the praise of those who immerse themselves within, within Simran, Sadhus, Sans and Brahmgyanis. Amara says that it is through Simran, Simro, Simar, Simar, Sukhapavo. And, and we're just going to explore the, the, the very first um, body within the, the, the first Ashpadi of, of Sukhuni Sahib. Amara says, Simro, Simar, Simar, Sukhapavo, Kal Kalestan Mahimatavo. Through Simran, you will find peace. And through that peace, the the worry, the anguish, the negativity that is within your body, which comes a lot of it from your mind, will be dispelled. And Maharaj says that the one who we remember, Simro Jas Bisambar Eka, Nam Jabata Aganataneka, in fact, permeates the entire universe. This Akal Purk, this Vahiguru, his Simran, Maharaj tells us to to immerse ourselves within every morning. Maharaj says that one being where in Akal Ustad they say Jalehari, Talihari, that they are contained within water, they are contained within the sky, they are, they are contained within the earth. In fact, they are contained within the fabric of existence at every level. Um, and Maharaj says, Nam that countless people worship and, and take the name over that one being in, in multiple ways. The Maharaj says that the Vedas, the Prans, the Shastras, the Simritis, the, the true essence of these religions speak to um, the speak to the necessity to meditate upon the Ramanam Ikakara, the meditate on the essence of the name of the divine being. Well here Maharaj is used Ram. Also, one interpretation is that Maharaj is saying that in fact these scriptures themselves came to be as a result of, of, of Nam. And if that Nam, if that Nam comes to reside within us, Maharaj says that it is impossible to 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 give a description of, of the praise and the magnificence. Of that nam coming to be within someone. And Maharaj speaks about this. Um, if we reflect on Jabji Sahib and, and and if we follow this the Jabji Sahib, the actually the, the first hukum that comes to a Sikh from Gurbani, Maharaj describes a Kalpurk, Maharaj describes the one primal being as a Konkar, that they are without fear, that they are um, the enmity that remember though Satanam the first thing Maharaj is telling is that their Nam is such that 
in our material existence, in our temporary existence, in this realm of Gaal, which is finite, the only thing such and that will take us towards such is Nam. And, and the first instruction that Maharaj gives us is a very direct instruction, which is to Japa. So where we spoke about Nam Simran being a, a special form of, of meditation, um, that Guru Nanak Dev Ji delivered, the way in which Guru Nanak Dev Ji taught the Sikhs to do Simran wasn't just by sitting and closing your eyes and entering um, into spiritual states or entering into Dhyan or entering into any of the other practices. It was actually to Japa, the name of Paramatma. And when we reflect on that being the very first instruction in Gurbani, that is, that is where Guru Nanak Dev Ji gives a direct message to the Sikhs and saying, Jap, how many other Shabbas are we familiar with in Gurbani when in fact it is the same message being repeated over and over again? Jap Gobind Gopal Lal, Guru Guru Jap Meetam Hamare, Ram Japoji Aise Aise. Over and over again, Maharaj is telling us to engage in this practice of Jap, to engage in this practice of chanting. And the mantra, the naam, the name of that one divine being that Guru Nanak Dev Ji gave us, that Guru Gobind Singh Ji in Sri Sarvlogranth writes of being, writes as a special blessing given by Guru Nanak Dev Ji to the Khalsa, is Vaheguru. Some of you may know that in each yoga, in each of the four um, lapses of time uh, where we have Sat Yoga, Eta, Dwapar and Kal Yoga, the current time that we're living in. Each of these yogas have had their own mantra. Each of these yogas have had in the Indic traditions a prominent name um, of Paramatma that was chanted in those yogas. Um, was the seen as the passage to liberation and enlightenment through mantra. And Pai Gurudas Diyavara and, and some of the Patanke Swayi talk about this as well. Vahiguru Mantra is described as an accumulation or a collective of those mantras in a way that it is, it is a mantra of, of the four ages, it is the mantra of the four yogas, it is a mantra which reflects the truth of the four ages. And we know that the word breaks down into va meaning wonderful and guru meaning teacher. Va is also one of the very primal names of Paramatma that it is said in Satyog people um, would take of Paramatama. Va also we find in some of the again traditional orders within Sikhi in Asadivar, for example, we will see, hear them say Vava in, in the Gurbani. And this comes from a Va being an, an original, very Pratan um, name for the divine being that was said. And the four sounds then Va, He, Gu, Ru. Those four sounds, it is said in Sarblogranth, Guru Nanak Dev Ji themselves meditated on for a number of yogas before in Satyug giving that mantra 
to to the Sikhs and to the Khalsa. And of all the qualities of God that we have, for example, we can refer to that divine being as Karta, as the Creator. We can refer to them as Prabhu, as our, our beloved God. We can refer to them as Gopal, the, the master of the universe or the master of Maya. We can refer to them as Akal, the timeless and infinite one. But what's very special about Vahiguru is it refers to that form of the divine being which takes the form of a guru and comes to enlighten um, humanity throughout the ages. And in that regard, we have to remember that in the Sampradaya traditions, the Guru Nanak Dev Ji is described as a Puran Guru Avtar. When and there's some commentary in the writings of um, Sandgurbat in the Katha of Sandgurbat and Singh Ji Pindrawali that one can look to if they do want to find out more information about this of the types of avatars that exist. So avatars being divine manifestation of either deities or angels or demons or um, other such. Typically on 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 the good side, um, the Sikhs once asked Guru Gobind Singh Ji, "Well, how does Guru Nanak Dev Ji differ as an avatar from?" you know, some of the deities that are prominently worshipped in the Hindu tradition. And Guru Gobind Singh said that Guru Nandir was a Puran Guru Avtar or a Puran Hari Avtar. They were the perfect embodiment and enlightenment of Akal Purkov Narayan that came to this earth. And through Naam, they, they sought to liberate the Sikhs. Guru Gobind Singh Ji's Bani uh, in Sarblogranth speaks to this more as well. Um, and there's some really interesting katha from Baba Santa Sengji on the Vahiguru Mantra that, that's available online as well. Vahiguru has such an important part in our psyche. So if we think of Vahiguru being that manifestation of, of the Guru throughout the ages, it is that Vahiguru that when a Khalsa meets or Sikhs, when we meet, we say to one another, Vahiguru Ji ka Khalsa, Vahiguru Ji ki Fateh. That remember that we as a Khalsa, we belong to that divine being who, who is that wonderful Guru. That we as a Khalsa know that that Vahiguru, um, it will always be the Fateh. And in referring to the wonderful Guru, referring to Akal Purk as the Guru, we remind ourselves that the Guru and the divine being are in fact one and, and Sikhi. Uh, Gurbani pushes this message very strongly where Guru Parameshwar Eka has Samai that Guru and Paramatma are one um, and are immersed within each and every living being. And the Guru then gives us a sense of an, and an ability to connect to the the God that is near the, the God that is near to hand. Over Maharaj says Guru mere sang sada hai nalle. The, the Guru is forever with me. The Guru Parameshwar ek hai sab mein rahe asumai. The Guru and Parameshwar are one and they exist within me. Let's, let's pause for a minute there on, on that last point. Maharaj says that the Guru and Parameshwar are one and that they exist within each and every one including within ourselves. And 
I think this is an amazing message because Guru Nan, Nam Simran is the tool that the Guru gave to the Sikhs and said, by doing this, you can transform yourself and find the divine being within yourself. You can find the divine light within yourself. You can merge with Akal Burk within yourself. You can become one with the very source of existence. And in other yugs, mantras were not given freely. One would have to work really, really hard. One would have to do seva of a guru or seva of a sant. And they wouldn't be given away lightly. And it's one of the reasons why in the Ardas, for example, wherever Vahiguru is said, you, you, you know that the Nagara is beaten alongside Vahiguru because for the Khalsa, the Vahiguru mantra is, is Sanja for the, the, for the world, it's Sanja for people of all religions, it is Sanja for anyone who takes to the teachings of Guru Nanak Dev Ji and wants access to Dham Simran. And it wasn't held as a special privilege um, as other religious traditions had done. There's two points I want to just touch on before we go into practical steps about how we can do Simran. And one is the role of saints and Sadh Sangat. Now, saints, to, to those that want a definition of what a saint is, um, it, I would say read Sukhuni and see, see what in the Ashpadis of Sukhuni Sahib dedicated to saints, Maharaj describes as saints. And Sat Sangat, which is, you know, we, we say holy congregation, but really we're saying Sat, true congregation, true congregation. Maharaj says, how do we recognize that Sat Sangat? Where the discourse, where the dialogue, and where the focus is on that one Nam, that is Satsangat. That is Satsangat. That is the company and congregation within which you will be transformed. And that point's worth lingering on because I think sometimes when we look for Sangat, we, we look for people who maybe think like us or maybe look like us or belong to the same group as us or dress the same as us. That's not necessarily satsangat. You might have a coming of mind, you might have a meeting of humours, you might have all of these things. But satsangat is where the only desire is for Nam. And, and satsangat then, your sangat then doesn't become about looking for people of the same sort, the same thinking as you. Your sangat becomes about who out of those people we know that that took to or follows the path of Guru Nanak Dev Ji is focused on the pursuit of that one Nam, that Satanam, that Jap, the Amrtavela Satchanao Vadiai Vichar. When the Siddhs asked Guru Nanak Dev Ji, well, this divine reality which you speak of, how, how is one to be heard? How, how is one to have their voice heard? How is one to shatter the shackles of? Uh, a false dual existence how is that to be done is through waking up early in the morning and jumping nam yardina premdina because sikhi is the path of prema bhakti and i think from a 
personal perspective in my own journey that that, that that's certainly one thing I, I learned along the way where we we can encounter so many different skills of thoughts and ways of thinking and actually if if your focus for that sangat is actually how do we go further how do we take our, our consciousness further how do we elevate our way of thinking how do we get closer to the guru how do we excel in in nam and, and obtaining the guru's grace then you won't care if someone's got a different opinion you won't care if they're dressed differently you won't care if they if they have a different diet the reality is i think our focus sometimes becomes skewed and that's why we constantly find ourselves in disputes right so just before we then going on, go on to um how we can practically do simran i just want to summarize on some of what we said so we've said that Nam Simran is, is we, we, we've given it a very simple um, definition and explanation, which is, is remembrance through the, a name of the Divine Being. It is a meditation practice. The Jap the chant is a central role within this practice. And that in Sikhi, we, we have Ik and Ikonkar, and Vaheguru is key concepts and key themes. And that the mantra the Guru gave the Sikhs to the Jap of was Vahiguru. Vahiguru refers to the Guru through the ages who liberates humankind. And Maharaj tells us that that Guru and that Parmeshwar are one and the same. Maharaj praises those who immerse themselves within that Simrath, calling them Sadhu, Sans and Brahmgyanis and, and goes into depth of that Katha and Sukhunisan. And also says that the true congregation, the true Sangat, is where that Ekanam, the name of that one divine being, is what we are focusing on. Okay. What what next then? <laughs> if that's the case, and Nam Simran is the, the message that Guru Nanak Devji hits us in the face with in Murmantar and then in the fourth body, and you struggle to find any Shabad in Guru Granth Samji that isn't actually telling you, look, just get on and do your Nam Simran. Shed your ego, shed your duality, shed your, shed your, um, your Gangro, Lomo, Gar, move away from your, your, these types of desires and actually recognize that the divine being is within you and through Simran, through remembering that Guru. Through remembering that Akal Purk, you can become one with them. Then, then how do we go about doing it? So, why not start 20 minutes a day? Why not start 20 minutes a day? If you can't do it in the morning, and sit down in 20 minutes a day and do a sermon. Do it on the train, do it when you go for a walk, do it just before you go to sleep. But do it at a time that you can connect to it. Because... Chanting, sitting there saying Vai Guru, Vai Guru, Vai Guru, Vai Guru, Vai Guru is one thing, but it's not just about making the sound. You want to make the sound. You want to hear that sound. You want that sound to resonate within yourself. You want to tune every conscious faculty that you have to that sound, and then you want that sound to vibrate from each and every roam each and every hair within your existence that's 
the level of simmer that Maharaj tells us to get to. If we want to be Gurmukh, Gurmukh Rom Rom Hartyave. If we want to be something else, we can do something else. But the Gurmukhs Maharaj says, Rom Rom Hartyave. You may have seen on, on my Instagram a video I posted a few months ago of, of Baba Jiginder Singh Ji when someone asked him how much Simran should we do and Baba Ji said forget about how much you should do you shouldn't even have one breath which goes to waste that we aren't doing Simran and I want you next time you read any Gurbani next time you read any Shabbat whether you're at Jabji Sahib whether you're um, Jab Sahib is, is just praising different names of Akalpurk, different quant qualities of Akalpurk. And Ananda Sahib again instructs us to that jolt which is within us and how to connect with it and how to join ourselves with that divine being. When you look at Gurbani, ask yourselves next time is the key message in every Gurbani? is the key message in every Shabbat not constantly reinforcing those simple messages that Guru Nandev Ji gives us in the start of Jabji Sahib that Guru Nandev Ji gives us in the Mool Mantar that instruction of the Sikh to Jab and if it is and we need to make that the focus of our Sikhi we need to realize that that was the real purpose that Guru Nanak Dev Ji um, gave up Desh, that Guru Nanak Ji came into this world. We need to recognize that that is the essence of what it means to be a Sikh and put other um, and put other uh, and other issues aside and focus on that. And remember, you only need to take a few steps towards your Guru. Your Guru will take hundreds of thousands of steps towards you. They'll take millions of steps towards you. Start with 20 minutes. Start with 20 minutes. Mahapurusha always say that if you're, if you're working and if you're working and you live the life of a gristi, then your two and a half hours is equivalent to 24 hours. Two and a half hours. That sounds like a long time, doesn't it? That's a bit much. Why is it a bit much? When someone told us we would need to study for 20 years to get a degree to go on and get a job, did we say 20 years? That's a bit much. It, if someone says if you if you want to buy a house, you have to save up, I don't know, depending on which part of the world you're in, how much just to get a deposit that's going to take you how many years? That's That's a bit much. But we want that education so we can get that job. We want that house, so we've got that living space, so we need to work and we need to get that money. So it comes down to what we want, doesn't it? It comes down to, we can read Gurbani, we can read Sokhani Sahib and say, We can read of how great Simran is. Do we want it? We can read Moolmanta. Jump over Jab, go straight to Adsach. And before you know it, your Jabji Sach finished. And you're reading Jinni Naamate Aya, Gayamasakatakal. In case you missed all of Jabji Sahib, Mahazlai, let me just remind you in these two lines Jinni Naamate Aya. Those who've meditated upon Naam. There's no escaping it. There's, there's no escaping it. In Ananitrim, 
There's no escaping it in Sukhuni Sai. There's no escaping it in every Shabbat that Maharaj teaches. There's Naam Simran. Guru Satguru Kaja Sikh Akhai Supalke Uthar Naam Tiai. That one who calls themselves a Sikh wake up, wakes up in the morning and first immerses themselves in Naam Simran. It's a very direct Shabbat. And my advice would be if you're not doing any Simran, start with 20 minutes. Start with 20 minutes where you're just connecting to the name of Paramatma. Whether that is reciting it yourself slowly, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru. And we'll finish with just a couple of minutes, Simran. Whether that is you listening to your favorite Simran Kirtan, whether that is you trying with your breath to, to, to do Simran, whatever it is, find what works for you and start to connect with the Naam, start to connect with the Vaheguru Mantra. All right, as, as I said, I think just maybe for five minutes, um, it's, it's 8.35 in the UK, so maybe well, 8.36, so just three or four minutes then to 8.40. Um, we'll just do, if you just want to close your eyes and listen in, I'm, I'm mindful everyone's muted. If we want to do that, just for sort of three or four minutes, um, and then if there are any any questions, uh, I'll be happy to take those questions. Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, Vahe Guru, Vahe. Guru Vahe 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 Guru Sad Sangaji.
if you are going to do swimming, don't do it just because just because you're told to do it. Don't do it just because you've got challenges and anxiety that needs to be dispelled. Do it because you want to meet the Creator. Do it because Naam Hamare Puja Dev, Naam Hamare Gulki Sev. Naam is the way that we worship the Divine Being. Naam is the way that we do Seva of our Guru. Guru Pura Dridio Haranam. The, the perfect Guru, let them plant and immerse that Naam within yourself and recognize that Sabati Uttam Har Har Kaam. That act will become the highest act that as a living being you can do. That Naam Hamara Majinis Naan. That Naam is Yudish Naan. Naam Hamara Puranadan. That it is even greater than giving in charity is your Naam Simran. It is the member Nanak Naam Chardi Kala Tere Pane Sarbat Da Pala. Chardi Kala comes through Naam. Sarbat Da Pala comes through Naam. Naam Lerte Sagal Pavit. Those who chant that Naam are pure. Naam Jabat Mere Pai Meet. There are Sangat, there are brothers and sisters, there are spiritual siblings who are immersed within Naam. Naam Hamara Son Sanjog. You want a good omen? You want a good luck charm? You want something that's going to bring you good fortune? Let that be your naam. Naam hamara tripta supog. Let naam be that which satisfies you. Vaheguruji ka khalsa. Vaheguruji. Vaheguruji ka khalsa. Vaheguruji ki fadhe. Bohut bohut anbaad. Pai sa pai jasmi sinjita. Um, we've got a few questions uh, by Sabji, if you don't mind. Um, I'll just read them out. Um, so the first question that we have is, uh, is doing Nithnim or reading Bani separate from Naam Japana? Um, yes and no. Uh, Yes, in a way, because if we look at a Sukhuni Sad, where we have Prabhu or Har, the name of Paramatma comes up so many times that in reading that, we are saying the name of Paramatma at the same time. Uh, we, we are reading there, or we are singing, what are we doing there? If we are singing, we are singing because Akalpurk has given us the grace and the ability to sing. If we are reading it is because uh, Maharaj has given us that ability to part of that Bani. But the Abdesh, remember, you're not just reading Gurbani. Maharaj never said you're going to get liberated by reading. Maharaj said Parapargadila, that people read and become hypocrites and all sorts. It's not about re- reading his name, Nitha name, Rodh Jari Bani Padaniya. What that means is you're not just there to you, it's not just meant to read your nithnim, meant to guide your life and your existence. And if nithnim is telling us to jump, if Maharaj is uh, telling us to wake up and take the na, if Maharaj is saying and everyone read that shout, Maharaj says wake up, devote time to your nam, then start your reading and your singing Gurbani. So so yeah, yes it is separate. Um, 
the, the next question that we have is what is different between swas swas and swas grass simran um so i think it's these are techniques right i'm, I'm not going to answer that question directly but but i will make a comment on it um Maharaj tells us in Gurbani that uh, your swas are an easy way to, to get to Paramatma. Uh, someone, when, when I was young, said something to me that always stuck with me. They said, um, when you listen to Kirtan or you listen to Simran, you connect to it. And it's like, yeah, it's easy to, you, you've got the sound or you've got your earphones and you can connect to it. And what about when that stops? What about when the sort of stops? What about when the tal stops? What about when the singing stops? So you still connected, and it's because we've connected to that which is external from us. When we start to connect Nam with our breath, and you know, there's the beautiful uh, those that are familiar with any quality of Sufism, the Sasoki Mala, my Mala, my rosary, my prayer beads that I go round and round are, are, are in fact each and every breath. So, oh, and each and every breath we're saying, so you know, um, lots of vidya that in different sampradaya, in different jathibandi, in different mabush have given us for ways in which we can connect through our breath. And it's not just the, the sas or sas grass techniques. If you look at the literature of Santa Baba Isha Singhji from Rarasa, there's a whole array of techniques where. It's not just saying to inhale Vahi, exhale Guru. That is one of the most basic, effective, one of the more basic techniques. If Even if you look at the recordings of um, Sant Isha Singhji online, they talk about actually not just the breath, but then actually where does each sound resonate from within us. That even if we are saying Vahi on the inhale and Guru on the exhale, at which energy point in our body are we resonating each sound from? So, um, like I said, it's a technique that we say Vaheguru on our breath, but it's there are multiple, there are unlimited ways in which one one can do Simran, um, and and including with with the breath. Anji, uh, the next question we have here is: uh, Can we do Simran and part? At, at the same time, like similar in our head and Barney from our mouth. Yeah, if, if Gurmots do say you can get to that vasta of where your Simran becomes constant, and that will be happening and you'll be connected to it while, while you're reading Gurbani. Uh, once question. it's connected with your breath, once Simran's connected with your breath, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. What's a lead on whether you're eating, whether you're walking, whether you're, uh, whether you're, um, whether you're reading Barney. Next question we have is, should we do Simran loud to focus our mind? Because if I do it slowly, I just fall asleep. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, it's very hard. And that's, that's what Omar was saying. That what you want to do first is make the sound, right? uh, and having your tongue 
ਔਰ ਇਵਨ ਅੰਦਰ ਗੁਰ ਆਰਾਧਨਾ ਜੇਵਾ ਜਪ ਗੁਰ ਨਾਮ ਵੀ ਜੀਵ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਬਿਠੀਏ ਠੰਗ ਉਹਦਾ ਨਾਮ ਜਪਣਾ ਉਹ ਜ਼ਰੂਰੀ ਆ ਇਜ਼ ਨੈਸੈਸਰੀ ਇਟ ਹੈਸ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਸੈਡ ਦਿਸ ਸਟਾਰ ਦੈਟਸ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਦੀ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਅਲ ਸਟੇਜਸ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਸਲੋਲੀ ਸਲੋਲੀ ਗ੍ਰੈਜੂਲੀ ਗ੍ਰੈਜੂਲੀ ਇਹ ਵੂ ਸਟਾਰਟ ਟੂ ਯੂ ਸਟਾਰਟ ਟੂ ਫਾਸਟ ਡਿਵੈਲਪ ਦੀ ਅਬਿਲਿਟੀ ਟੂ ਲਿਸਨ listening is one of the first days of sunaya and, and gurbani and jab ji sir maharaj talks about it because when you read gurbani or when you say simran we can hear it but are we listening or are we taking it inside when when we listen and it comes inside uh, you can reach a point where are you seeing it or are you connecting to it from within yourself so remember maharaj speaks of gurmukh gurmukh nadan gurmukh vedan gurmukh rahasmai the avastha of gurmukhs the naam as as sound being so primal you know taking one to the unstruck melody itself where the primal sound that came to bring about the universe itself so then it doesn't even always become you that's doing the simran mahapur say that simran chalda you connecting to that sound you connecting to that frequency which vibrates through the universe that guru nanak dev ji chanted for all those yogas as well um then you've got something to focus on then you've got something to focus on um yatyan on but, but 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 without that without that connection to that sound without first making that effort with the tongue and listening and amassing it within yourself it become it can become difficult to focus on anything and then yeah ultimately one just falls asleep hanji so the next question is some people say that gurbani is just a theory and doing naam simran is practical what do you think um gurbani is just a theory i've not had that one that's gurbani is just a theory vaho vaho bani nirankar hai nirankar the formless divine being bani is the form of that in the form of shabad what is shabad when guru nandev ji was asked whether guru was they said shabad guru tur to nachela guru nandev ji said that my guru is the shabad that shabad which they gave the form of gurbani and tan sri guru granth sahib ji the vaho vaho bani nirankar hai as shabad nirankar the divine being is manifested themselves as guru granth sahib ji and we're going to call that a theory come on is had hundiya there's a there's a limit to to some thinkings and and ideas and really you know we need to stop listening to people and giving people time and space they not not in a arrogant way not in a not in a we need to close dialogue it's not not in that But we need to recognize sikhi is experiential sikhi if guru, if 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 maharaj is telling us that we we have if if maharaj is telling us to read gurbani if mara if maharaj is given us nitrim if maharaj is given us vidyan maryada of sahaj parts akhand parts and that reading of gurbani um like we need to build sharda with our guru we need to build faith with our guru we need to build respect for that and trying to just understand it in our own way through, through these types of frameworks 
um, will only inhibit the potential that we have if if, if we're going to if we're going to come up with these frameworks. We need to understand, you know, the guru themselves say that, you know, we know nothing and get, just give us the dust of the feet of the saints and those who partake in Nam Simran. And and we've had so many marbles in our history. We're not we're not void of saints. We're not void of people that have had practical experiences in the jivan, whether um, you know Santanam Singh's biography, Rampur Kirawali, whether Ivan Singh's writings, um, whether uh, the writings of Bhairag um, uh, Singh, all all of these writings. Um, each of these writings contains within it the experience of those marbles and what they've experienced through Nam. And there's a, there's a lot more to it. There's a, there's a lot more to it. And read your Bani and your Nam. <laughs> it's not it's not just a theory. Gurbani is your Guru. Gurbani is Nirankar. Hanji, uh, is it the same to say Satnam Vaheguru or only Vaheguru is one preferred over the other? Whichever one you find easiest to connect to. I'll tell you a story when um so remember we were saying that Nam is the uh Nam has been the way throughout the ages um where consciousness can become transformed, right? There was um someone called Balmig, very famous, also mentioned in Gurbani, and he was a highway bandit. He was a highway bandit and one day there was a group of saints who were crossing. Uh, and he thought, well, I'm going to rob these lot of, of whatever they've got. And long story short, I'll cut out what was in between. They they essentially sought to then bless bless Balmik, the bandit who was who was a kind of a murderer essentially, and say, you know what, he's his birthday, his consciousness is going to be so polluted from all the pop that he's done from the murder and the sin and everything that he's committed. It's going to be a bit hard to now get him to sit down and you know ima- imagine you got imagine you got a vicious criminal right or someone that had killed a hundred people and then said look mate sit down and just do it you you'll be all right you can connect to it good the god the light it's people are far away and they said to him do you know what just do a job of mar mamarara mar mar and death and you you'll connect to that you'll understand that you're uneducated it's simple enough he was a bit of a nyan almost not in a disrespectful way, but such a primal being, we might even attribute them to kind of a Neanderthal time. And they told him to do that simple job of mud. Over time, they say a kashabani hoy or a spiritual experience happened when the two sounds, the mamma and the rara, reversed, and that mud became Ram. That became Ramanam. That became Paramatma's Nam. And Balmik went on to become a great saint. So if one wants to do Satanam Vaigru and carry on with that, whether that Satanam Vaigru becomes Vaigru, whether that Satanam Vaigru carries on going, you're trying to connect with a Kalpurk within yourself. See which one of them and which way works for you. Anji Vaigru. Uh, some people think that doing Simran with uh, Mada distracts your mind towards counting and also makes you look like a picky sick if your mind is not there. People say sometimes, why are you counting? Maharaj says do it hundreds of thousands of times. Are you going to, you start off by counting. You start off by counting. You start off by counting. The only purpose of counting 
is you do so much it just becomes automatic it becomes second second habit it's always going that's that's the point about counting the the big key ones are really uh, it's a really good question um and, and a really good point um a simple answer is who cares what people think honestly <laughs> if you think within yourself right are you doing what you're doing to show someone? Are you doing what you're doing to show yourself? Or are, are you being you? Are you, you know, one thing said to me um, a few months ago, they're like, sometimes you sit with other things and you start doing simon or you close your eyes and they're like, Bala Santapanda, he thinks of himself as some holy man. Now he's like, I don't, I don't get it. Isn't that what we're meant to do? When we come into Sangat, aren't we meant to pull our mala out to start doing simon and start trying? Is that not the whole purpose? <laughs> so, yeah, it is. So, so the fact you're going to be criticized for doing it is, you know, don't do, don't be like, yeah, I'm going to do it in front of other people and not do it on my own, hana. The ogal galtia, but it's, you know, you're a Sikh. If you you're a Sikh of Guru Nandiji, as a Sikh of Guru Nandiji, Nam is the udesh that the Guru gives us. So, if we're not doing that. And maybe we're picky. I think we should be more worried about that rather than if we are doing it, we'll, we'll think we're picky. Huh? I think we should be thinking about if we're not doing it and we're sick, then how close are we following a Guru's message? And, and I think picky, you know, it, 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 it's just, it's a, it can be a psychology, right? It can be a psychology that holds us back. You know, people talk about things like imposter syndrome and, and these types of things. If people believe I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. And we're not worthy, we're not good enough. But, you know, our guru is namani adaman. Our guru is, gives honor to uh, the honorless. Our guru is natani Those who have no support, those who have no place, that that's where our guru helps us, right? And, um, Oh, I think we just need to be careful and uh, and the reasons that we come up with sometimes for for not doing things but i I think it's equally important to be careful that we don't become hypocrites so so I do think it's a valid question Hanji, what is the significance of the number one hundred and eight, which is how many monkey models have a short answer I'll say Google it. Um, the, 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 this Wikipedia should have quite a few things on it. It relates to numerous things, such as in some traditions there being a hundred and one uh, energy centers within the body, hundred and eight sorry energy centers within the body, a hundred eight narya within the body. Sometimes, you know, in old Mahapurus or Brahmgyani, they would have XR written after their name. Um, it was to kind of again represent that those beings had conquered the 108 uh, centers within their body and elevated above them and become Brahmgyani. So in spirituality, in numerology, in astrology, in, in all of these traditions, um, the number 108 is auspicious. But, but I think there's, there's probably quite a lot on, on, on Google if you wanted to find out about that in more depth. How do you grow your love for doing Simran? Yeah, that's a good question. How do you grow your love for doing similar? I think do one thing right afterwards. <clears throat> Be really honest, right? Because you you have to ask yourself. Ask yourself. You know what? Do I want to experience why I grew in this life? <laughs> 
do I want to experience Vaheguru in this life? How much do I want to experience Vaheguru in this life? Ask, just ask yourself that question first. If the answer is yes, that you do want to experience Vaheguru in this life, then what will happen? In the same way that Guru Gobind Singh Jayat, Maharaj, give me that desire for your feet. You go to your Guru, your Guru tells you about the greatness of Vaheguru. Your Guru tells you that Vaheguru is within you. Your Guru tells you, gives you the Bani through which you can build um, that brain for Guru to, to read you can get that through your Guru um, but it comes down to do you want it it comes down to do you want it I think that's the first starting point ask yourself do we accept that Gurbani is such that Guru and Paramatma is within us if we accept that is such then do we want to experience that do we believe we can experience that through Gurbani we have a steadfast desire to do so and as the intensity of our desire increases that itcha, that one, that long, that birag, that prem, that pyas that, that will increase and with that your, your prem for Maharaj will increase and equally another way of doing it is know your guru to be close at hand know that if you accept it as truth, then in every moment in your life, Vaheguru has been with you. Then in every moment of your life, Guru has been inside you, Vaheguru has been inside you. That how much of your life would they have helped you through, would they have guided you through? That constant source of support that you can tap into, that constant source of love that emanates from within ourselves. We read Gurbani and recognize Gurbani saying that is true and we accept it and if we understand Gurbani rather than just reading over it that love will dwell up within ourselves as well to experience that uh, Hanji, should we meditate on one Guru Mantra only or can we change sometimes like Vaheguru or Tuhi or Hari uh, I think that's a good approach especially it can um, it can uh, help counter tiredness and stuff as well so Jidda, you do you. That's why everyone says, no, no, you do you. Start it, whichever way you do it, however you connect. We, we always need to give, remember, the Vaheguru is the mantra given to us by a Guru. It's all Simran. Maharaj's names gives us. Hanji, I think we've got two questions left by self. So, um, I th- uh, one question has come in saying, I think the point of calling Gurbani a theory is that Gurbani teaches us how to do Nam Simran, and just reading Bani is not enough. Like Sukhmi Sahib gives us benefits, characters, and properties of why we should do Nam Simran, but just reading Sukhmi Sahib will not be enough, right? Aha, uh-huh, beautiful point. Beautiful point. That, that, that last point is beautiful, Hannah. I think 
I, I, I appreciate that. I, th I think that last point is a, a really nice point, but I would still... I wouldn't use that language personally, but I think I think that last point is a very nice point, and it, and it comes to what I said, Hannah. If we're going to read the the benefits of Prabhupada Simran every day and, 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 and not do Prabhupada Simran, um, it, 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 there's, a, there's a difference there in, in, in the learning and the reading and then the application of that teaching, Hannah. Anji, uh, the last question that we have here is, um, aren't we looking for liberation? And they've quoted Gurbani here, they've quoted Rajna Chao, Mukhtana Chao, Manpreetha Charan Kamalare. Isn't the purpose to create uh, a relationship with the Guru and move from Manmat to Gurmat? Amvadiya, beautiful. I really like it. Oh, liberation, Daki Hagaya, is right. Gurbani, in the end of the day, the intensity, the connection, the one develops with a guru, oh, people, eh, it, whatever reason you did it for, supersedes, it becomes, it, it becomes eradicated and you, and you just want to hold on to the guru. You, you might be in a difficult time in your life and, and you take to doing Simran and you build a connection with your guru. And then you say, you know, Guru, I don't care if I have those tough times again. I don't care if you give me Dukkha, you give me Sukha, as long as you keep me with you. As long as I'm connected with you. Dukkha and Sukha are meaningless. They are just two kapre. In the same way with that intensity, yes, I agree, it's not liberation. It's not the, you know, it's, there's nothing wrong in wanting liberation. Um, there's nothing wrong in wanting out of Jirasi Lakhizun. There's nothing wrong in not wanting to repeat this cycle over and over again. But at the very highest stages of intensity of love between the Sikh and the Guru, even that's more. And one just wants to keep a hold of the Guru's feet. Because Gurbani does also say at times, bring us out of this chakra of Janamaran Hana. Bring us out of, uh, don't let us go to Taramaraj's court. So, so, so. Liberation does play a part of, of, of religious experience. Uh, thank you, G. Uh, last question that we've got here coming uh, just now. How can we control our calm and growth? How can we control our calm and growth? Um, really important question. Uh, uh, Calm emanates from a desire, calm emanates from a one, a one emanates from a lacking of something. When we desire something and we feel like we lack something, we get angry when something doesn't go our way. So one way, and it's, it's one way, one way we can actually, um, one way we can actually counteract both of those forces of wanting something and an unhappiness when something doesn't go our way is by creating content within ourselves, by creating a peace within ourselves, to create something within us that becomes so powerful that our external wants reduce that in being connected with that thing, in being connected with hookup, our, our, our anger decreases. And recognizing that that same Vahiguru within us exists within other people, we we don't want to exercise our anger towards that person because we recognize that we're exercising our anger towards Paramatma. 
Um, that's one way in terms of. I think people that try and fight calm head on, uh, or, or any vakar or or any of the or head on, people that try and fight them head on, and find themselves in for a very tough time. But rather than going against it head on, you can take that other approach and recognize that these uh, things in part arise from a lack of poise, content and peace within ourselves that is permanent and when it fluctuates, so to do our desires and all that stem from it and seek to build that uh, within us through Simran. Um, is there anything else on, on the calm side that's worth touching on? I think it's shodhana, ono shodhakaro, in the sense that <clears throat> you're always going to have calm. You, you, you're always going to have calm. You, you're always going to have desire. It's in the nature of, of human existence. But if, if desire is something that we're going to live with throughout our whole life, if it's a faculty of our conscious existence that's always going to be prevalent, then work with it to, to correct it and direct it towards positive things. Things that are healthy, not things that are destructive. Things that are positive, not things that will leave us feeling worse. Um, and, and towards something that will actually lead us towards a permanent state of peace and content rather than just constantly repeating that cycle of, of desire. Because otherwise you desire something, you get it, you then desire something else. Or you satisfy a desire, it's temporary and then it arises again. Or we end up just going round and round in that circle of desire. Um, I think it's, you can try fighting that, or you can recognise that that's a, the reason why it's arising and, and try and eradicate that. Uh, sorry, uh, I just say last question, but there's two more to come in and we've closed the box. Uh, so, should we have any expectations while doing sermon like liberation from this world? Yeah. It's up to you. Someone, someone once said to me, is it wrong? Uh, I've not done part, I've not done sermon, but I want this. I've gone for this job. Is, is it okay if I do some part and sermon for it? <laughs> and I said, well, if that's what's going to get you doing part and Simran, then Carlo, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not the be all and end all of what Gurbani has to offer. But if that's how and what's going to allow you to connect with it, then then do it. If it's mukti you want, then do it. If it is money you want, if it's all of these things, and that's what's going to get you started. But sometimes the reason we get started for something, we'll realize isn't the reason that's going to give us fulfillment within it if we go into it because we want money we get money money isn't going to give us that everlasting happiness that thing that we're working towards is the simran itself and Mahaburg say always focus for the simran they say that yes you can get money yes you can get gifts yes you can get powers whatever it is you want but these are like the fruits that a tree gives in the same way that a tree gives wood they can be used for multiple purposes. It gives leaves that provide shade and, and the heat. It provides fruit that can be eaten. It provides so many nutrients to the earth. It provides oxygen. There's so many qualities that the tree gives. And as does Simran, 
And so we can either seek one of those things, liberation, fulfillment of desire, money, wealth, whatever it is, we can seek one of those things, or actually say, no, I want to be one with the tree itself. Um, and that's where you kind of really want to move out of those stages towards that, you know, I just want to be Jureva with my Simran, Naam Banana Jeevaja, Najeevaja. I don't want anything but my Naam, because actually without that Naam, I can't even live, I can't even function because it's become the core of my existence. That's, that's the Avastha that Guru Sahib is trying to take us to. Anji, and the final question from Sangaji is how to develop single focused Dhyan? Oh, Raira Sahib, we're probably quite tired by the time we read it. Antar Guru Aradhana. So, Jeva Jab Guru Nao, Netri Sadguru Pekna Saravani Surana Guru Nao. So, focusing on the image of the Guru. Focusing on the sound of Vaheguru, focusing on what we're chanting, looking at the Guru, doing darshan of our Guru. That's one way of doing it. That's one way to build Tyan. Tyan comes, it needs to be built. Tyan jorda viya, Tyan banana vi panda. It's something that we need to make effort towards and do. Um, but focusing with our eyes on the Guru, on Shabad. Maharaj's darshan and focusing our ability to listen hear and take in that sound and then centralize that at a point within us that's that so whether you're doing that in your throat your heart your, your nasal your navel rather um, you whatever you're doing that it's not a case of we just sat down and, and we, we have that concentration on a brown up in that. It needs to be made. Anji, uh, I just want to thank Pai Sabji uh, for coming on Discord and uh, accepting our Bentiji on behalf of the Sasandaji. Both both and they uh, hopefully with Maharaj Kirpa will invite you again to come onto this platform. Thank you for all the questions. It's it's been really encouraging uh, how, how engaged the sangat's been, in, and it's been a, a great experience to have had the opportunity to do everyone sangat. So thank you, everyone. Wah, Guru Ji ka khalsa. Wah, Guru Ji ka khalsa. Guru Gobind Singh Ji, tar humne kaha Maria, humne kaha tur kada, jin kiche ankara, tarti pe gya hal chala, sab chote kar bara, aise don klesh mein khapeo sab zamsara, Raja Shah Bajidare sab hosi chara, sachche sadgur baaj ho koi nahi pe kaat nahara. Minim, Sandy, Nadi Kurimarki, Sautai, Turkan, or the Astalopa, Rapaika, Grassinga, Trache, the Karagan, Gravi Piaru, Gotta get together Sriya Kalu, 
ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ